Well, hello there, friends and foes. Welcome to episode 63 of Victory Loves Company. If you want to find out more about the show, I encourage you to take a look at our Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter feeds at VLC Podcast. And as always, if you have any questions or suggestions for upcoming shows, you can always email us at thevictorypodcast at gmail.com. The Sober Enough Jimmy G joins the program this evening where we talk about normality being subjective, corporate life, and fictitious television shows. Don't miss this excitement that's coming at you right here, right now on Victory Loves Company. You're listening to the Victory Loves Company podcast, a podcast where you decide what the takeaway lesson is. Here's your host, entrepreneur, investor, and sarcasm enthusiast, Conrad Agdarian. The very sassy uh, Jimmy J. Jimmy, thanks for coming on. Hey, Connie. Uh, you know, it's always a pleasure. I, uh, I always enjoy our introductions. How many drinks have you had? <laughs> you know what? Don't worry about me. Uh, I'm, I'm always done with this one. Might need another one. Well, I got my uh, cannabis-infused uh, <laughs> concoction here, so I think everything's pretty mellow right now. That's you good. Know? That's good. Everything's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's going on with you? How's there, uh, you know? How's things on your end? Oh, Christ almighty. I'm married. My life is over. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Sorry to hear that, bro. The last show that we did together, we, you were, we were talking about your uh, your little proposal there. Right, and your, right. And your marriage process. Yes. So. Yeah. It's. Uh, I remember going through all that shit. Yeah. Any uh, um you want any, you want some advice? Any uh no, no advice yet. Um well, the best advice I can give you is don't do it. <laughs> you know what? Save it's... your money, man. All these all these single guys, they all look happy. All right. these all these guys I see on motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, whenever I'm working, I point to them and I said, "Look how happy this guy is." <laughs> I said, "This guy. guy has it figured out." Right. So I went out and I got a goddamn motorcycle. So I'm now I'm miserable with a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even ride it. I don't have no, time. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Um, uh, no, everything, no, everything's good. Uh, trying to pace myself, you know, like I'm starting to say like no more. That makes oh, good. Any sense. Yeah, it's just because I just I can't be bothered, or it's, it doesn't meet my criteria. Right. If it doesn't, you know, if you know, it doesn't make sense, you know, why waste the time? Well, do you remember when you were starting out? It was like you just you can't say no to people, you know, because because yeah. you, you were so money hungry, right? You know, as you kind of morph into a, an entrepreneur, you're just like, ah, hey, you know what? For an extra hundred bucks, it's just it's not worth it. You know, yeah. I, you know, especially going into the going into the city. You know, I mean, like I like look. I love money. Don't get me wrong. I mean, look, you know, there's there's a point where it's just like it's I can't take ten hours out of my day to do a city gig and have like you know six other events that are near me uh, suffer. You know, then those people are going to start to complain, and then that's when people start. I mean, you know. at that point, I mean, if it's really gonna, you know, put a, you know damper on any other business you have to charge well you, know, like, you have to charge more well not only that but it just it takes a toll on like your uh on like your personal life too well yeah you I know mean, like you don't spend as much time with your girl you don't spend as much time watching you know the fucking game or tv or whatever it is that you want to yeah. do the things that bring you pleasure now that that time is a little it's a little more constricted it's it's fewer and farther in between but you know let's it's the price of living in the fast lane you know well, what am i gonna do go back to live, working in the cubicle no no you working in a cubicle? Forget about it. Yeah, tell me about it. 
It'll. Uh, I mean, I had I had my white collar job. It lasted uh, May. Uh, let's see if I get the dates down. It was May eighteenth uh, to. Uh, <laughs> it was a Tuesday. No, I started on a Monday. <laughs> but my second day there, I remember I ran late, and I'm like, oh wow. I said I'm not going to run late anymore. The third day, I was like ten minutes late. <laughs> third day on the fucking job. Third day on the job, you were late. Yeah, it was a pharma- it was a pharmaceutical company. It was a drug company. Yeah, and. Um, it was like my, like I had my computer, my area, I had my space, I had my own desk. You know what I mean? I was getting paid what I thought was like a shit ton of money. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> Two and three days into it, I fucking ran late. And like, luckily, I, I guess I didn't have to check. I don't know, it was like fucking nine years ago. I didn't have to check in with my boss. It's just like you walk in, you sit at your desk and like you just start your day. Mm-hmm. The first half an hour, I would check only my Facebook pages. And just like, like, all right, I'm like, what's going on out there? And once I got that out of the way, I'm like, all right, let me see how many emails I got. I can't go back to that life. But yeah, they fucking let me go. Can you believe that? Something about talking <laughs> the on the nerve. phone too much. The yeah. nerve of them. Can you believe that? Let me tell you. I don't. I just. I don't understand like, <laughs> like the corporate culture. Like being so fake around oh, yeah, people. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, like when you run into people in the hallways, it's like you're obligated to talk to them. And it's like, um, you're, you know running into going to the local bar that you haven't been to in a couple of years and you see that guy that you know uh, it's like you know you were you know you went to high school with him and it's like <laughs> oh hey man yeah what uh, are you doing uh tuesdays am i right <laughs> <laughs> nothing in common and it's, it's, it's like you know what it is it's too forced yeah and i get that you know as you stay with the company and you get to know these people like a little more then you, you start to you know judge them for who they really are there was just something about it like there was like there was a, like a plastic film in between people like it was just there was something very very artificial about it and not that i was an asshole i thought i was a great guy like i was i was talking to people as much as i can i wanted to familiarize familiarize myself with the business to the best of my ability like i wanted to be an asset to the company and at the time i've only been in business for just shy of a year mm-hmm. so it was at that point it was just beer money but it still was my job like i would have my phone with me during my lunch break i would return voicemails call people book events you know but it, again it was it was strictly you know, I would only be taking like maybe like four or five gigs a month. So like I said, I call it beer money or vacation mm-hmm. money. But where I was working was my main source of income. And like I said, I just felt like there was just this artificialness. I just like, I couldn't describe it. I'm just like, not that I was like too good for it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I can't relate to these people. Does that make any sense? I get it. You know, I, I mean, I, I actually, I get it. Um, it's these people. I mean, I'm saying these people, but you know, when you different work settings it's just people forget how to be people and they're all like just so focused on being like these puppets well you know what it is they are their job like some people like they don't know how to turn that off yeah at the like at the end of the day like they're still that person it's like but at the end of the day that person is a wife that person is a husband that's that's somebody's father right there but like you don't really see them like that you just see them as your co-worker yeah you know I and mean, it's like, would you get a beer with this person outside of work? And it's like, well, probably not. I you see know? that, you know, I see, yeah, you see that in my office, um, you know, and I'm, you know, obviously I'm law enforcement. So it's, I know I see the people who are, you know, just straight down the board, like just strictly right. think like a cop. They're like, that's who they are. Yeah, they are their job. They are yeah. their job. And then yeah. there's guys 
who are like me and they don't have that cop mentality and they're normal mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know for all intent you know intents of purposes whatever normal is to you it's just well normal um, well, normal is very subjective well normal is subjective but i'm saying like it's you know everybody's if you're not your job then you kind of think on the same wavelength as you know other people in other, your, in your other head, people in the same shoes you know yeah, it's yeah. just well, in your defense, I do have to say, I mean, I can't speak for all law enforcement officials because I know it's it is a lifestyle; it's not a job, right? Right. But when you got the, when you got the gig, though, like I didn't really see this dramatic fucking transformation. You're still the same dude. Oh you yeah. Know what I mean, like maybe people at work see you as you know, you know, as your position. Mm-hmm. But you know, I still see you as the fucking punk I know since kindergarten. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like, I it, mean, I don't know. Like I, there are people that you go to school with that like you still kind of talk to like you kind of see that you'll you'll see a transformation i didn't really get that sense with you like there's it was like you were just the same you were just the same dude all the way through there's guys and girls that go into law enforcement that you know there's the stereotypical oh he's he was bullied throughout high school yeah, and the, blah yeah. blah blah he was pushed and, around in high school and now, now he wants the, to you know he wants to be the asshole he cop. wants to be a dick and yeah. you know be a cop you know like that's that's that that's one route but right. you know like not everybody's like that you know i I tried to, you know, stay the same and not really. But I don't think the role playing thing was really your your deal anyway. Like you are who you are. Yeah. And it's like you you know fuck you if you don't like it. But I show up. I do my job. I do a good job at it. Right. Yeah. And that's just the and that's the bottom line. And that's it. You know. And there's gonna be people that respect you for it, and there's gonna be people that judge you for it. The people that well, the people that are below you will tend to. To judge you or tend to be empathetic. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't say below. You know, I don't like to talk down to people. Well, what about people that are not as fortunate as you? You know, you don't think those people are out to judge you? What are you talking about? Like, like what? Maybe somebody that got demoted. What about these, you know, these pieces of shit that you encounter that are not your coworkers? You know, they're part oh. of your job. Like, <clears throat> you don't think they're judging you on some level? Oh, of course they are. Oh, but I don't. Like, you know, because you have you have a job. Oh, yeah. You know, you get to carry a you get to carry a badge. You get to carry a gun. Like, mm-hmm. and the people that you're arresting, you don't think do you get what I'm driving at? Pop. Yeah, I mean, I don't. There's people. There's people's opinion that matter, and there's people's opinion that don't matter. Right. Um. It's the guys that I arrest. They know that you know. I don't give a shit whether they. You know, live or die. You know, it's like I, I don't. You know, whatever. Um, it's they know that I'm doing my job, and I respect. I give them the respect that I would want for myself. So that's yeah. so that's one route. But the coworkers that you work with, there's going to be people that judge you, and there's going to be people that respect you. You know, based on your personality. You know, it it is what it is. So I mean, who cares? At the end of the day. As long as you do your job and and you know you show up and yeah, you show up for work on time, you do your <laughs> job, you do your best. Yeah, right. That's, and that's all anybody can expect. You know, you're gonna have the guys that you know they are the job, and that's all they know, and that's what they live for, and they're you know they're the <laughs> the you know goddamn cavalry. Yeah. You know who cares? Like, all right, bro. Like that's what you live for. Uh, yeah, all right. Good take job. It, yeah, take it. You know, easy. I have things that I want to go home to, and I have friends. You know, I have a, you know the, we have a big circle of people that we know and. You know, like some people don't have that, which is, you know, it's less fortunate for them. But who cares? Well, to some degree, the, these people that are very, you know, alpha, like this is my job. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, there's two ways of looking at that. There's there's the 
the obvious way right. that this this dude is an asshole. Right. right? Let's let's take law enforcement for example because that's, that's like the easiest target. It's like, okay. Right, this guy became a cop. You know, got picked on in high school. Wanted to get back at the world. You know, becomes a patrolman, becomes a sergeant, whatever, and is able to now be a cop commanding officer <laughs> to, <laughs> right. to other people. Right. The flip side to that coin is you take somebody like like a doctor, which is also another profession where you can arguably say that that's their life, especially nine and a half out of ten of them that have to be on call. If someone didn't have a lot of friends, someone that wasn't really close to their family, you can arguably say that they are better at their job because they don't have to worry about a wife, a husband, kids, in-laws, house. Right. And then the flip side to that is, well, maybe a wife would keep this guy grounded. Maybe kids would make that make him a little more humble. There's different ways of looking at it. You know, like if you are your job, it's either really good or really bad. I feel like there's not like a whole lot of middle ground there. Was that too deep for you? No, no. <laughs> um, I get it. I mean, there's so many different routes of 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 people and how they view everything it's just you know i can only speak for myself and you know i i try to stay humble and and you know give uh everybody the respect that they deserve except me well you know what fuck you <laughs> well that was rude I'm i mean you know <laughs> speaking of kin- you know i mean you, you said we you know kindergarten known you since then so i'm surprised i'm sitting at this table there's a there's a certain someone that's been stalking my uh, Instagram stories. Oh Lord! Yeah, I think you know who we're talking about. <laughs> it's a person uh, who uh, you know had every job under the sun. This is the person that's had every job under the sun. Oh Lord! I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've spoke about this in in a past podcast. I believe so. One of our mm. first, if not our our first. Actually, no. Wait, I didn't tell you the story. No. I saw that uh, I did a um, I was playing a gig. And I must have had like 15 photos and videos that were associated with the Instagram story. And I saw that he viewed every single one of them. And I also saw the little green light next to his name. So I said, fuck it, I'm messaging him. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, dickhead? Yeah. And he's just like, oh, working, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's good. I'm like, I heard you're engaged now. And he goes, yeah. He's like, uh, whenever the fuck he was getting married, 2020. And he was just going, he's like, yeah, you know, it's tough. I'm doing this uh, real estate development and uh, this other shit on the side, blah, 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 going on and on. And I'm like obliging. I'm like, oh, wow, like that's really cool. (laughs) I'm like, what else do you do? He's like, oh, well, um, you know, business development, consultation, yada, yada, yada. You're you're like, you're just egging him on. Yeah, I'm egging him on. Exactly right. So we must have chatted for a good seven minutes which was about six and a half minutes more than i wanted to because <laughs> like as i'm typing i'm just getting more enraged yeah because you know you bitched out my fiance right you know? so what i the takeaway lesson from that seven minute conversation is he didn't once ask how i was he didn't once ask about me everything was about him just like a just like a woman like everything is about what he's doing, what he did, what he's going to do. Uh, he's trying to name drop things. He's using like fancy like real estate jargon, like trying to like impress me. Are you surprised? No, I'm not. Because when I ran this by Gina and I asked her, I said, "What's the takeaway lesson from here?" She and she said something like, 
it's all about him. I'm like, you're right. I said he didn't once ask about me. Not that I give a shit. Yeah. Like, but I mean, he's, like, no, he's lower than a rat. This has been. This, this has go- been the 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 core of his personality. The core, right? Yeah. Since you know, since we we were all hanging out uh, being assholes together. It was fucking horrific. <laughs> it, crazy. it was bad. Yeah, I noticed that he's starting to stalk my uh, my Instagram stories, and I don't follow him back, which is like funny because I'm just like, yeah, I'm like giving him the time of day. I don't know. Oh, yeah, honestly, he's not even worth this conversation. He I'm just, surprised. Uh, uh, talk know. about fucking transformations. We talked about that in my last show. Uh huh. Yeah, he was. He has had a. He had to have gone through so many transformations that he ended up right back where he started. Like he did the transformation three sixty. I feel like he should be his own fucking Twilight uh, <laughs> Zone episode. Uh, or, it's uh, just like or Black Mirror or whatever the fuck it is now. Uh, great show. I can't wait for them to come out with uh, a new season. With I think that they're up to four. Yeah. So season five. Season five. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Excellent. But yeah, no, but he should, he literally is his own fucking episode. Like he's just. Yeah, I think we should uh, write a show. Yeah. Just on that. Just, just write a show all about, all about him. <laughs> That's, uh, I think we could write a pilot. I think we could write a pilot. Yeah, we pitch it. Where are we pitching it? Uh, we could pitch it to. Netflix. We could pitch it to everybody yeah. at this point. Hulu, Netflix, um, FX. Somebody will pick it up. Let's do Amazon. Because there's Prime, right? So Amazon Video. Yeah. People got Fuck the it. Fire TV. Yeah. Yeah. You could pitch that. It could be an Amazon original series. <laughs> and each episode will consist of like, what kind of occupation am I going to get into today? <laughs> it's like, Evan goes to the post office. <laughs> it would be just unbelievable. Does he um, listen to these podcasts? Yeah, I hope. I <laughs> <laughs> can... Uh, I, well, I know, I know. He uh, he subscribes to it, and he likes my uh, my page. Yeah, I don't. Well, we called him out on the last show. He didn't say anything. So hmm. I don't know. He's too busy with his uh, million dollar fucking. What's that show called? Million dollar homes. Million dollar F- listing. You know? I don't know. It's... Million dollar listings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he's on that show now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not surprised. He's an executive producer, <laughs> and he's a star of the show. I'm 100 percent not surprised at all. Yeah. I knew he would, uh, he he would actually, take off. He actually sold uh, Donald Trump on Trump Tower. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, You know, I'm now depressed because he's... <laughs> he's Why? Doing, you should feel better. If you want to feel better about your life, just compare it to him. I mean, he's doing way better than I am. <laughs> Shit. I'm telling you, man, we got to come up with a TV show. And every episode will be like... what You know, remember, like, I Love Lucy? It's like, what shenanigans is Lucy going to get into? Right. That's what this is going to be. What would we call it? I don't know. We got to think of a name. <laughs> All right. For those listening, you got to come up with a name for uh, an asshole who's been in like every position. <laughs> I don't even know what you would call that. Um, Jesus. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good name for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, oh, man. Um, it, it's a, I'd call it crapshoot. Shit hits the fan. No, I don't can't, even can't know. Use, you can't use profanity. I no. The, I don't even know what the fuck you would call it. I'll have to come up with a name. So here's the next question. Who would get to play him? <laughs> I don't even know. Well, it can't be an uh, A. can't have an A-list there because that I feel like that would be a distraction. I don't know. I think Jeremy Piven would do a good job. Yeah, I, I can see him doing it. Yeah. I can see him doing it. Yeah. Or um, 
if Guy Fieri lost like 50 pounds <laughs> and like had normal hair, I feel like that would kind of work. But Guy Fieri is like too cool though. Yeah. So like you look at him and you're like, ah, that's that's Guy. Like he's too, oh yeah, he's too chill to play an asshole. Who played um, Ari on Entourage? He would be a good guy. I don't know. Ari on Entourage. You have to look that one up. I don't, mm. know. I don't know. He'd be a good fit too. He plays a good <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Uh, well, if your main character is unlikable, then why is he your main character? This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we can uh, just about wrap it up here. Okay. Unless there's anything else you want to add? Um, no. No. It was, uh, you know, it's always uh, it's always a good time hey, hey, coming my, here. My, my eyes are up here, pal. Yeah. I, I, eyes up here. <laughs> oh. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole myself because I think Jeremy Piven plays fucking Ari on uh, Entourage. All right. Well, I could have told you that. I knew he was on the show. I thought you were talking about somebody else. What other Entourage is there? Uh, well, there's also other people in the show. You do know that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's only one person that plays Ari. And how was I supposed to know? I don't fucking watch the show. Jesus. I know that Jeremy Pip- uh, Piven's in it. You know. Christ almighty. I don't even know. You know. Jesus this is this is This is this is the shit that I come to. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Well, all right. Anything else you want to say to my listeners there? Um, stop listening and uh, no, um, <laughs> no. It's uh, you know, I always have a good time when I come here. I uh, you know, I hope to. Uh, I want to thank my mom. <laughs> I want to, uh, you know, I just had a great time and. Uh, this is about me. It's about a fresh start for me. <laughs> you know, I just. This I, is my time to shine. I'm like 16 and pregnant. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know. No. No, it's always a good time coming here. I appreciate uh, being asked. But, um, you know, until next time. And we can discuss uh, more marriage details. Oh, God. (laughs) It'll be here before you know it, man. Oh, yeah. You got to psychologically prepare yourself. (laughs) All right, everyone. I think that should do it. So say goodbye, Jimmy. Don't be be rude. Uh, See you later. All right. I'm a loser. I'm a loser And I'm not what I appear to be Of all the love I have won or have lost There is one love I should never have crossed